What's up guys? Welcome back to Faded Truth. Thank you for being here. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, today I have a very another influential person in my life. You've seen me glowing for the last year as I work on myself and I just continue to help others on their journey. And I owe a lot of this to my guest today. She is a professional quantum healer, artist, writer, dancer. I got Miss Laura Cantu on the show. Hello. How are you today? Great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Um, so basically, the way I can describe you is like the person that you never knew you needed. Because <laughs> after going to one of these sessions, which... So I basically got into last year, um, or even in 2020, I started getting into spirituality, which led me into getting into Reiki, because I realized that I probably needed some type of therapy in my life, but mm -hmm. I didn't, I never wanted to go to therapy, because I always thought, like, that makes you crazy, these people don't really give a fuck what I'm talking about, they're just paid to do that, and they just ask you, like, how do you feel about that, you know? Right, right. So yeah. it was always very taboo for me, too, like thinking about therapy and doing anything like that. But once I got older and I realized in my 30s I was still having the same issues, I was like, all right, at some point we got to break this cycle. So mm -hmm. something's got to happen. Mm -hmm. So I find you through the chiropractor, yeah. John, yeah. which is amazing because it's like I love how everyone's connecting. Mm -hmm. But I thought you were a Reiki lady, and then the last time – Brenda, because Brenda went to you, and she's like, she's not Reiki, she's quantum something. I'm like, right. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so please just kind of explain to our audience, like, what it is that you do in that aspect. Okay, so Reiki is where people put symbols and use symbols and put them in your energetic field. And they're tied to ancient type of energetic processes. And I am a being that actually, I we all exist. Every single one of us is a multidimensional being. And to trap ourselves with past ancient things only can uh, prevent us from being able to jump out of the past and into the future, if that makes any sense. So I don't use symbols. I don't try to stay tied to any of the old systems of belief or ways of being. And instead, I work, I call it the quantum realm because I don't know what else to call it. It's this realm where no time and space exists. Everything all exists at the same time. Some people also call it the matrix. Okay. That's, what this, <laughs> that's a lot easier to... <laughs> that's what this uh, this whole thing is, the matrix. Okay. Right? We're in it, right? We're in the matrix. Okay. I tried to watch the matrix for the first time, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't get into it. It was, like, too much. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a... You know, there's a... So the, from what I've seen, I've been out, I've been outside of the matrix and I've seen the matrix and outside of the matrix is a completely different way of existing than existing inside the matrix. And from what I saw, our entire universe is inside the matrix, but then there's smaller matrixes around the planet, you know, and around each city and, you know, around each person. And instead of escaping the matrix, the way they do in the movie, the matrix, uh, what I've seen is that we can influence our matrix so that we live the reality we want to live. Create the life you want right. kind of thing. Right. So instead of escaping it, you kind of attune it and manipulate it. And So you're so this is basically saying like, hey, we are all reincarnated type thing or like this is not our first life or it might not it might be our first but it's not our last type of thing. Because it's like, kind of, once yes. you get out of the matrix, you go somewhere, right? Kind of, yes, in a way. So 
with reincarnation, that assumes that the past is real. Mm. And it assumes that the future is real. But where we exist, all things happen at the same time. So you can think of it like, you know how those old movies would have like a cell, um, you know, like the film strip with the picture and a picture mm -hmm. and a picture and a picture and a picture. If you play it fast enough, it creates a story. Right. You can think of our lives like that. And you're in a, a projection booth with several movies playing at the same time. And you can cut those film strips up, put them all together, and the, all the movies still there all at the same time. And you can shine a light through it and focus in on any part of your life that you want. So time does not actually exist. But our point of consciousness and the way we focus our consciousness makes us aware and believe that time is real. So everyone, this creative, amazing being here, okay? <laughs> I just have to like reiterate how different my life is from not believing in any of this shit at all in any way. Mm -hmm. Like literally just thinking everything was voodoo or like not even voodoo, but just like it doesn't exist. Like you just don't believe it, right? Because mm -hmm. in Jersey, it's like, you better show me. You better right, show right, me. Right, right. <laughs> Like, that's how we believe things. It's yeah. like, we don't just like think like, oh yeah, you know, we're not like hippies and things. And now I'm like totally West Coast opposite of what I was living there as far mm -hmm. as like what I believe in now. But this level that we're at, it's still like, how many sessions did I do with you? Three? Three. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm still like, kind of like, you know, figuring it out, but I'm proud of myself because whatever the fuck you did to me, <laughs> <laughs> it, um... It's 100% changed my life, and I think that, like, people around me all see it. Like, it's, like, the first time I went to you, I was very hurt, and I remember, like, I was just, like, totally, like, bawling my eyes out. I didn't even mm -hmm. know where it was coming from type of thing, and then we kind of, like, worked on it, and I think after the last time, I got to, like, I feel like I had a good space, mm -hmm. but when you leave there, it's, like, you can either feel good or bad. Right. Because right. Brenda, when she went to you, she said she left, and she felt, like, very, like, turmoil you know because mm -hmm. she had a lot mm -hmm. going on but like she didn't really know but mm -hmm. so she wanted to ask me what the fuck you did to her because <laughs> I'm like you have any questions for Laura she's like yeah what did what did she do to me <laughs> yeah, yeah so whenever we have a, an impression of what reality is that's locked in our system and our brain can't handle it if that's broken then you f literally feel like you're breaking and it causes chaos in your life because everywhere you look your reality is breaking now does that make sense? Mm. So you can imagine you've been watching the same movie all the time, all the time. You know the movie so well. And let's say it's a drama, right? And then all of a sudden you're thrown into an action movie and you're like, whoa, what's this? And, and you even never even knew that existed. But now you're comparing the action movie to the drama mm -hmm. or let's say even comedy. You're, you're, you're comparing the comedy movie to the drama and now your brain is like, which one is true? Okay. What's real here? And you can have what your truth is side by side with what now you know is false. And your brain is still going to try to hold on to the way it's been, your habits, because it's there to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. So, so if, it's hard to reconnect with your new world kind of thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. It's, it's hard to let go of our safety nets. Mm. Comfortability is, is mm -hmm. definitely keeps a lot of people in. And most people live with the thought of the future in mind and not living in the present moment. And they do things for the next moment. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. 
And if they can no longer picture what their future looks like, it's a very scary place to be. Yeah. And again, the world's going to throw up things that, that make it seem like your life is in turmoil, but it's actually reorganizing everything. Okay, so I question for you. When I first came to you, what was that, a year ago maybe? Or was yeah, it last well, summer? Last summer, I think, yeah. Okay, think. so now, what do, you, what do you see? Like, what, from before to now, like, in your own words? For, for you yeah. in particular? Uh-huh. I notice you look more golden. <laughs> <laughs> Cabo, baby! <laughs> I'd have to tune in. Because okay. I, I don't look at people unless I'm asked to look at people. Oh, gotcha. So do How you, do you, is that hard, though, to not... Because isn't it like a psychiatrist, like you're just reading people all the time without trying to? Is it hard for you to like be in real, like in the space and around everybody all the time Sometimes. without? Some, it depends on where I am. Like if I'm having a hard day and I've, you know, if I'm fighting my own reality and not finding joy in my reality, um, then yes, it's, I get around people and everything that's around me just throws me off. I'm like, oh man, it's like being beat up, you know, mm. yeah, by the waves that are all of... around. But if if I center myself and I'm in myself, then I don't have to touch anybody else's stuff. All right. We're going to tune in at the end. I'm okay. going to wait for that. Okay. <laughs> so do you, what do you consider yourself when you say, like, am I, are you just a healer in that aspect? No. Or are you a... No. I am... I, I don't really define myself. Okay. I don't even know how to define I myself. Because I don't know either. <laughs> but I'm not a healer because you do all the healing. Okay. Just like your friend Brenda, mm -hmm. she does her own healing. All I do is introduce concepts to your brain, body, mind, energetic system. You know, I call your pieces back to you. I, I facilitate conversations between your multidimensional selves so that your body and your reality here and your understanding and your point of focus here can be reintroduced to your truth. So Does that make sense? So I'm, I'm a facilitator. Okay. That's a good word, I guess. Ambassador. <laughs> I'm an ambassador. <laughs> so when, how, at what age do you like understand that you have this gift? Or like, because to believe in what we're talking about, it's like another level of like, okay, first you got to believe in energy. That's the most thing. Mm -hmm. You got to believe that we're all energetic beings, that mm -hmm. we're literally just pieces of energy at all times, mm -hmm. you know? And I never believed in energy because I'm like, I just never thought it was a real thing. I just thought it was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, cuckoo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it really moves like your whole body. It moves how you work. And then when you release those the chakras and everything. Mm -hmm. But like we're getting way past that. We're in other dimensions now. We're taking like spiritual selves into old selves and like combining things it's like yes. what at what point in your life is the first thing where you're like what's going on for me yeah um mm, as early as I can remember like you're born with it right yeah well I've I yes yes well we're all born with it but for some reason when I was small I could see things and know things and uh for instance when people said you know what do you want to do when you grow up? And I had no other words than to say, well, duh, go to heaven and bring everybody with me. <laughs> but what it really meant was, and, and I used to call psychic hotlines when I was little. <laughs> and my mom got so mad at me. <laughs> You're like running up the collect calls. Yeah, I am. And I didn't even know it cost money because I'm too young to even know it. And I'm like, I need to know how to control my body. I need to know how to like make it face, disappear. They're like, we don't even know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm know what, 
and I didn't have the words. I'm like, I need to disappear and go other places and come back. I don't know how to do it. And they're like, eat a good diet, eat your vegetables. And I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating. Wow. So do you like, so you just started seeing things or did you feel it? Or is I it like things, with your family? Like, things. do you like, is there one thing that jumped out at you when you were like, wow, I'm, I'm another type of being. When I was in second grade, um, I had gone to a different reality, a different dimension. I don't know how long I was there. It felt like years. And then I arrived back here and I was like, this is the wrong place. I came to the wrong place. Mm. And I, I was riding the bus to school at the time and I got off the bus and I got onto the sidewalk and curled up into a ball and just rocked back and forth and just bawled my eyes out. And I had a twin sister, or I have a twin sister, but my twin sister came and uh, I was unconsolable and she's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, none of this is real. <laughs> you just became woke like at once and you're like, ah, that's how I felt. Shit. <laughs> I was like, the more I learn, the more I'm like, get me out of here. Uh, I'm like, you're just trying to trick me into thinking this is real. <laughs> So did your sister and your family, did any of them have any like type of gifts? Yes. Yes. Okay. My grandparent, my grandmother, my mom and my sister. Wow. All of them. Mm -hmm. So I know that you have, well, you have at least five books that you've written mm -hmm. so far, right? Mm -hmm. And the animation that you do too, I've seen is like awesome. Thank so are you. these things that you're seeing like in other worlds and you're bringing it back? Whenever I write my books, I always base it on truth. And I go there and I talk to the beings and I get their stories and I'm like, okay, let's put this in a way that humans can understand. Okay, because <laughs> I didn't even know that until you sent me that website that you uh -huh. wrote all those books. It's yep. so cute because it, the, what is it? Bet Betwixters. Betwixters. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? A betwixter is who we are. We, we as humans have the ability to travel between realms. We, from, you know, like the, the, some people see fairies or what they consider fairies in the David realms and some people see angels or extraterrestrials. We as a human species, which I don't know if a lot of people know, but we, a lot of people are like, oh, I want to be an extraterrestrial. I want to be a fairy. I want to be something <laughs> other than human, right? But the way that we're created is to be able to function in all the realms. So we exist betwixt and between. Okay. Does that make gotcha. sense? Gotcha, yeah. So John, the chiropractor actually, who's also a fucking healer, I guess, or whatever, light worker, I don't know. Mm -hmm. He told me that I'm a star seed. Mm -hmm. Is everyone a star seed? Or it's just, because when I Googled it, it just says people that are coming to this earth mm -hmm. to like impact other people with their, I guess, light or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, is that possible if I was, was I just like a broken starseed? <laughs> like, because possible. I was never a light until possible. now, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I wasn't trying to help people and, and make them their days better and like give a fuck. Like I just didn't care. Mm -hmm. So it's like now I feel like maybe I'm an alien. <laughs> you could be, you could be. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that believe that the human race was uh, created by extraterrestrials or beings that are more advanced than our current civilization. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't looked at it. Um, I, I do think that this time in history seems like it has attracted a lot of beings from other places, other dimensions, other 
places that did not originate on Earth. And you could be one because they tend to gather in one place and meet similar and the same people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I've just been meeting like amazing people now. And I uh-huh. love how I met I met John. Then I then he sent me to you. Mm-hmm. And then you sent me to Michelle. Mm-hmm. And that was like crazy because I would have never even known about my problems with my liver and all that stuff if mm-hmm. I didn't go there because the normal doctor just told me I had shingles and I'm like this is definitely not shingles right (laughs) and all I had to do was text Michelle and she's like my god is telling me it's this I'm like you haven't even seen me yet right what are you talking about you know (laughs) right and I did the live blood analysis like right before I went to Cabo Mm -hmm. um well actually it was like a few weeks ago and that shit was scary like I don't even want to I'm like I thought I was healthy I don't want to send anyone else here Mm because they're gonna be scared shitless but I'm glad that I'm learning about it now so I can get it out Yes. And, and heal myself so I can enjoy the rest of my life. Yes, the live blood cell can be scary the first time you go because you had no clue, you know, what's happening. And But the, the cool part about it is that there's usually something you can do about it, you know? Right. And I remember you were saying, remember you said about thyroid when we did, mm-hmm. what was that test thing? What was it called? The computer thing we did? Oh, the... Um, Yes, the quantum healing app. Okay, I got you. Oh, okay, so it's a quantum <laughs> the healing app. The thyroid came yeah, up, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it yeah. kept coming up, and she uh-huh. saw it in there. So oh, now cool. I'm on thyroid supplements and pituitary mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. iron and shit. I, there was a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, I appreciate you sending me to her because, like, the fact that, like you said, you all meet the same type of people, and, like, you guys all genuinely care and, like, want to mm-hmm. heal, and that's what I've been doing now with people's, like, I literally tell my friends, especially Brenda, I'm like, you need to go to Laura. I mean, oh, I mean not you. Laura, you need, well, you too, but I'm like, you need to Michelle. go to Michelle right. because uh-huh. now we know that, you know, you guys had these issues and I know that she'll tell you in one second what your issue is. Yes. Stop fucking around. Yes. Next time you got your money, you put it towards that, yes. you know, because I want everyone around me to be healthy too. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like, now I'm finding ways of healing with plants and energy and like mm-hmm. just working mentally and physically. Like, it's like, you want to share that with people. So yes. I feel blessed that I can do that and I appreciate you just even coming into my life. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. (laughs) Um, Okay. So obviously you doing this your whole life and everything, you've probably had your own things that you had to overcome. Oh yes. Right. So I know that for me, when we were working, like one of my hardest things was like my daddy issues or, you know, abandonment, I guess, or Mm -hmm. things like that. What was your um, biggest obstacle for you that you had to overcome to be able to help others like this? Death. Wow. <laughs> um, I, so, has I don't know if you've ever woken up and had what I consider like the Grim Reaper, like this big black shadow just standing over your bed watching you. you I've heard a that? lot of stories like from just all religions, different, yeah. That used to follow me around and be like my constant companion. And um, I would see, like before, I would see death you know like when the trade towers two weeks Mm -hmm. before it happened i'm like i see planes crashing into buildings wow i see planes crashing into buildings and i'm like there's so much death and um you know i see events like that and i tell people usually it's either two weeks to two years before it happens and whenever it happens i you know that big figure is always there and then um whenever i say death i also mean everything that comes with it, illness. Like I've had tremendous illness. Um, I've had poisoning that has been really difficult to overcome. I went to Chinese medicine school to try to learn how to to live. Um, And I've had some near-death experiences too. 
And were those like self-induced or no. like how did you, that's what I'm saying. Like how you get no. poisoned and how, is it like, is it like internally? Like you get sick or is it like someone's physically trying to harm you? I don't know. Cause you don't know they could be doing something to you that you don't know. Right. 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 Okay. I Shit. have, I have been told that I've been targeted. Mm. Um, so th this is another thing that some light workers and star seeds go through is that, um, people don't want, there are certain individuals that don't want this light here on earth mm -hmm. and they don't want us to be successful in our mission so they can target us. I have been told that I've been targeted in the past and that was a lot to overcome. Um, I had surveillance on me, all kinds of stuff. Wow. That's yeah. why John won't let me interview him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, my wife said I could never do another interview. <laughs> But, um, you know, most people would think that I was crazy, but I actually had people calling me up and saying, be careful what you say on the phone, your phones are tapped. Wow. I, ha I would walk into my room and see the mouse moving around on my computer, you know, mm. going through all the files. And I had, I had security people uh, watching my computer and they said, this is local. This is coming from somewhere. They are, they are getting into your wireless router not through the internet well, what can they po like what can they possibly do for like the way everything you have is internal right so what can they even do there's there's a technology that can try to bring thoughts into your head that aren't yours and make you feel and think certain ways that have nothing to do with you they can try to say hey if you do this then you get this you know that kind of thing Actually, most of the people that I know that have gone through an awakening process earlier on, I don't know if it's still happening, but um, they've all kind of been faced with these kinds of decisions and these kinds of activities. Everyone. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's, I believe it because it's the same thing with all type of healing naturally. Mm -hmm. No, the government doesn't want any of, any, mm -hmm. any of us to have anything, you know what mm -hmm. I mean, as far as getting, and that's why when I interviewed, um, Isaiah, Dr. Sabi's grandson, I was like, aren't you scared? Like, you know, that you're, cause you're healing all these people with all these minerals and like people are literally like walking the next day that couldn't walk or HIV negative or whatever. And it's like, aren't you scared that, you know what I mean? And he was like, nah, he's like, my grandpa wasn't scared, you know? Yeah, and he's like, yeah. he, he died a great man. And like, he's like, I'm not scared. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, cause mm -hmm. I always think of that. So that's crazy that you've been through it. So now are you like good? Are we good? We got any snipers on us? No, no, I think we're good. I th I'm still being, uh, I'm being watched right now because of some of the projects I'm working on. Yes. But okay. I'm not scared, no. So tell me about this, the new projects you're working on. I'm working on helping people to bring this new healing technology into the world. Um, and it's supposed to be amazing. When you say amazing. healing technology, like actual like the app we did or no way like technology that within just like a 20 or 30 minute session that uh you're supposed to have miraculous results wow i can't make any claims gotcha okay but we'll i look can look for the new technology i'll yeah. be in it you know me <laughs> i can tell you that like uh one of the people that have gone through it was like an 80 something year old man uh, who was, you know, I don't think he was doing too great, but now he's running marathons. Wow. And another one was an older elderly woman 
who is now uh, competing in the 30-year-old division of weight lifting or bodybuilding or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm excited. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> I know. Me too. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, and then, so with the, uh, with like, I guess enlightening or awakening or whatever you want to call it. I've been, I had a great trip in Cabo, right? And I was like, I needed it. I need to get away because I had a lot of issues going on health-wise, mental, physical, just mm -hmm. like a lot. I got a lot of responsibility. So I needed a break. And I feel like that was a total release for me, like doing everything, all of our activities, just being like where I belong, which is on the beach and just like in my happy spot with my mental peace. But when I came back yesterday, I felt like I was seeing in HD. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's this, there's this like part on your, there's this thing on your camera when you're taking a video and you can like speed up, you know, you can speed up your video. Mm hmm I feel like I'm in 1.5x in my in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm like driving. I feel like I'm in a video game. Like, what the fuck is going on with me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you were able to unplug from this part of the matrix. Okay. And if you can imagine the so you know when you play a video game, how it looks like you're driving down the street, but you're actually sitting in one place. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing here too. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's how I felt. I felt like... You are seeing more of your truth. You're experiencing more of your true reality whenever you're... We get glimpses of it from time to time. And you can stay in it for a little while, but then it goes away, right? Yeah, because it felt like it was like fast-forwarded kind of. Mm -hmm. But I was like normal, but like mm -hmm. even I was driving weird and my girl's like, are you okay? I'm like, bitch, I don't know what is going on, but like I was like... I'm my equilibrium's off something. Yeah, because the road was coming to you instead of you going down the road. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I got to thank God I see Laura tomorrow. That's what I see when I look at you. I see you as like, oh my gosh, the road's coming to me. What is this? So basically, when you unplug that hard yeah. and you come back into it, you kind of like see the... The glitches. the glitches in the world. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then you get used to it again. Yeah, it was kind of cool, but mm -hmm. I would just don't want to drive. And I would just want to walk or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it felt like it yeah. was like cool to look at and things, but people literally were moving at like like different speed. It was yes. a weird speed. Yeah. Like even the smoke, like we're smoking, the smoke looked like I don't know. I don't know what I was seeing. Because I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, time and space are products of our focused attention. And if your focused attention changed, you moved away from participating in the matrix to relaxing, connecting with more of your truth, bringing more of your awareness into your time space, your body, having your body resonate with it more, including your eyes and your pineal gland and your third eye. And then you come back to this space and you're still bringing in more of your truth and then you allowed yourself to see the cha the difference of who your truth versus what you've been living and the truth is time and space are relative to you still still trying to figure it out mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm getting i'm getting there <laughs>
<laughs> and when people ask me, I'm like, just just book her. I don't know how to explain it. Just book her. <laughs> okay, so you've come across a lot of people in your life that you've helped. Mm-hmm. Is there one specific person that you think that you know that you've impacted the most with your work? Like any specific person that jumps out at you or any like situation that you think like you know, like, wow, this is completely necessary, like their life will never be the same again in a great way kind of thing, but like that you felt. Oh man, that's a, I don't know. (laughs) I have no clue. (laughs) I can talk more about how people have impacted me versus me impacting them. (laughs) But you are impacting people. It's like you're literally moving those blockages and we don't even know we have them. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people don't know that they have all this energy blockage and Mm -hmm. all this pent up shit inside of them and that's why I feel like my skin glowing more Mm -hmm. like I just like I'm calm everyone under like can see how much more calm I am Mm -hmm. and like peaceful Mm -hmm. and I just like feel peaceful like our whole entire trip was amazing like our both of our energies match what very well so we just had an amazing time like it's like I couldn't ask for a better time or a better friend isn't it isn't it amazing when you're more of you even the same things that can be happening or what happened before, but you're more peaceful. Mm-hmm. Isn't it nice? Yeah. It's it's actually different. It's because I'm used to just like going off and um, I still don't, I, I haven't stopped my road rage yet. That's like, <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah. going to go anywhere living in Vegas because no one knows how to drive out here. I've had fun but, with that one. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like just more like, I don't know. It's just things don't really get to me as much. Like even yeah. when I busted my ass. <laughs> In Cabo mm-hmm. with this big ass bruise that I have now like my the old me would have been like pissed off like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like eh, I got a little attitude about it like fuck I'm gonna have a bruise now I gotta wear a bikini like you know yeah, what I mean yeah. uh-huh. but like I just literally got up and kept walking <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah whatever fuck it it happens <laughs> yeah yeah that's how I just like address things now I'm like it's life we got to kind of roll with it and that's like the biggest struggle for me is being on the um the roller coaster of being a creative mm-hmm. and being trying to heal and mm-hmm. like learning all these new things but it's like i would have never got into it if i didn't start the show so mm-hmm. now trying to balance it while i'm on the show like so i did an episode um last week that was like more of like into my life a little bit so that people can kind of get the struggle because like a lot of people think i'm just like a unicorn like that I'm just like I have no issues or I just I got here because I'm pretty or something but it's like I did all this work and I'm like still working every day and I still Mm -hmm. have my moments but doing all this necessary like work for yourself is like how you're going to slowly change it's not just one thing you can't just do like one session and be like okay I'm great it's like let me do this let me learn how to meditate let me do all these things that like you know what I mean make me feel peaceful yeah can I um can I make one tiny shift yeah for you that might help okay um you cannot heal because you're already well everything always exists now everything that has ever been created everything that is highest and best for you your optimum self already exists right now the only reason that you feel any kind of struggle or suffering is because you're aligned with something outside of yourself and you're believing something that's not true so you are well right now. Okay. okay. So I'm connecting to the old belief. Yes. Or something. So when you're like, did you heal me? No, I didn't. I'm, I'm witnessing for you. Cause, okay. So 
This is why I also say I work in the quantum realms. When something is witnessed in the quantum realms, that's what brings it into reality. You can have two or three different people witnessing the same event. You know, let's say they, they had light particles that they pushed through a little tiny slit and had it splatter, and then they measured the light particles and how they worked. It the, the splatters that they got depended on the witness. So... Right, because there's no one's there to see it. It's like the tree in the woods. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that's how I serve. I serve as a witness. I witness the wellness in you. I'm the ambassador between your truth and where you think you are. And I witness this part of you and then give you the messages right. that bridge you to help you get back here. So everything you just said, you're well right now um you already know how to meditate all of that is you believing something that's not true does that make sense <laughs> <laughs> it's well because if you don't learn you have to talk are you saying like pretty much you have to talk to yourself the right way in a way like because like there could be people that are like hey i have no idea how to do this okay right? let's that's do, the truth though they let's don't. do an exercise okay. let's do an exercise <laughs> Is there any pain or anything that you feel in your body right now? Not really. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, my bruises, it's, uh, it doesn't, it hurts a little. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about some kind of belief system that you have, like with your bruise, okay. right? Most people say that if a bruise is there, it has to hurt, especially if you push it, right? Or that it has to take a few days to clear up. Mm -hmm. This is because as a group community, we have witnessed it. Mm -hmm. so many times that it is pretty much locked in how we do things now. But if we want to witness that a different way, we have the free will and the ability to do that. So let's witness that your bruise that you're claiming is yours mm -hmm. clears up really fast. And let's see how fast this will clear up when normally okay. it might take like two or three weeks. So I'm going to say, do I have to like, what do I, what I need to do that? I'm going to just, I'm just telling myself. So, so it is finding one, the, the, the easiest way I found is to find one example where you can see that it's not true that this has to take a long time to clear up. So for instance, um, I'm going to use the C word. Have you ever heard of Anita Morjani? Mm -mm. Okay. So there's people who have had, um, illnesses that can take their lives. And the medical community says this is impossible to heal and to cure. Right. But you can find the exception. And if you can find the exception, that means that there's no truth to it. Because what is truth? Truth is something that is true no matter what. Right. Because you can heal cancer without chemo. Um, some people can. Right. So is it true that it's incurable? Right. Unhealable? If even one person has done it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's realigning yourself to what's actually true versus what you think is true. <laughs> <laughs> a create your own reality kind of thing. Kind of. Okay, kind so of. I am affirming. Am I affirming or am I just saying, hey. It's going to go on what you is, believe. Okay. You don't have to do it right now. But if you want to, to find the example and pull yourself out of just because the rest of the world says this is the way it is. Right. Doesn't mean that it has to be that way for me. Because I am not the rest of the world. 
I'm a sovereign being and I affirm and create and participate in my point of view, my reality. You know what I'm saying? We're really huge, powerful beings that are focused. So change your focus. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. I still don't know if I believe it, but I get it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm planting seeds. <laughs> yeah, I, there you go. It's little by little, okay? We've only been together a year. <laughs> I'm planting so many seeds right now. <laughs> okay, so how'd you find out you were allergic to weed? Because <laughs> all my friends were smoking it and I'd get heart palpitations and I smoked it too. And I, every time it would just throw me out of my body and I couldn't get back. Oh, damn. And I was like, I need to get back. Have you ever you know? done like a shroom trip or anything? Uh-huh. Yeah. It, so that's what my question is. Are you like on a constant trip? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> like when I did drugs? shrooms, it wasn't any different than what I normally experience. <laughs> okay. I that's like, why I'm just, like, she like, has no reason to take yeah. anything. It's like, she's just looking right now. I'm probably seeing a bunch of, yeah, bunch of things. I was like, is there something that's supposed to be happening here? <laughs> Um, okay, so you were also a professional tango dancer. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. I actually want to do a ballroom dancing here because they oh, have do? one at uh, like Summerlin, downtown Summerlin or whatever. Uh -huh. But I wanted to try that just to do it because I'm like, it's so different how my life is now and the things I want to do that like I just never even thought about because I used to work so much and I would just be chasing money and I didn't have any anything positive happening so it was like why would I want to just pick up some random dancing mm -hmm. or something but it's like now I went to Mexico and I'm like I need to learn Spanish because I'm Spanish I'm half fake one I don't like know I'm not fluent in any way in Spanish mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like I'm like hey I want to learn this so I'm going to put it on my list because now mm -hmm. I can do these things in my life that I could never have time to do right because mm -hmm. now I have like I, my life is where I need it to be at this point and I feel like mentally I'm where I need to be that I'm still working but like I now ha I can open up and be like, hey, I want to try this. I want to do this today. I want to go out and be in nature. Like, it's just so different. And it's yes, crazy. Yes, uh-huh. Um, and you want to tango dance. <laughs> and like, yeah, I want to like, so the tango dancing, you're, how many awards did you win? Is that um, at least five awards? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm internationally or? French national champion, fourth in the world, among hundreds of professional couples. And I, I the first title I ever got, I got fifth in the world. And then from there, I got uh, national champion several times, and then uh, fourth in the world. Is that the dun 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 dun? dun yeah, yeah, dun, kind dun. of. <laughs> <laughs> With like the there's American tango, and then there's uh, Argentine tango, and ah. then international tango. So the ballroom world has is separated into American style and international style, and then you have what's called the club dances. This is the ballroom world. In Argentine tango world. You have Fant Tango Fantasia, uh, Tango Valse, Milonga, and then Argentine Tango. Um, so we competed in all of those divisions. You and someone else? Yes, my husband. Oh, you and your husband did mm -hmm. it? Oh, that's mm -hmm. so cute. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that so now if you want to like, do you just do it all the time, like around the house, or like fuck it, or like you just go out and tango? Like do you whenever still... we want to? Yeah, uh -huh. okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like thinking, how do you keep up with your with your craft? It's been hard. It's been really hard. Um, especially, you know, I told you I went through several health challenges. Um, that has probably been one of the biggest things that stopped me is some health issues. Um, but we're getting back into it where I just started uh, teaching 
uh, kids, little kids at little at the schools around here and in Pahrump back in November. Okay. Uh, some ballroom dancing, but since then my husband and I are getting back into tango oh, too. Oh, well, let me know if you start tango classes. We will yeah. be there. If you want, if you want to learn, I can teach you. <laughs> I think I like the tango better than ballroom. Yeah, it's yeah. like faster and tango's like, fun. Yeah, tango's fun and salsa. So if you like fast, yeah. really learning quick and moving quick, salsa That's me. is I'm a, something I'm a, like, too. I like to just and moving go. your hips. If you like to move your hips, tango's yeah. more serious. Tango's a more serious dance. Okay. Um, so I guess, can you do like a, can you tune into me and see what's going on? Yeah. Cause yeah, I want to yeah. see how different, or I guess, can you, I know you said last time, once you stop, once you finish the practice, you kind of like let it go. Mm-hmm. Right. So do mm-hmm. you like remember how mm-hmm. I came to you to how I am now? Um, or is it kind of like in another world now? It's kind of in another world, but I can try to look back. I don't want to bring it back, but <laughs> yeah, we probably should. Okay, in. all right. So just shouldn't. tune in, and I guess see what's, see going, what's on. going on now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hold right, on. Right. First, I'm just gonna look at your aura and see what's going on there. Lots of yellow. Yay! That's what Kat said. My girl, she inter- the one that interviewed me. She said that because she always sees. She's like, I I just keep seeing yellow, uh-huh. and that's happy, right? Happy and teaching. Teaching. Sorry, my stomach growled. I thought that was mine. <laughs> no, that was mine. <laughs> um, I definitely feel your hip over here, but I know you have that bruise, but it's it's showing up. Let me just uh, get that energy kind of smoothed up for you on that side. There you go. Good, good, good. Let it trace down. So I don't know if you can feel this, but can you feel the left side of your body starting to open up? I do my hands so that you can see. I don't have to do my hands this way. <laughs> but sometimes it helps for my brain to be able to be like, there we go. That's better. Okay, so checking into you now, I also feel something uh, in your midsection around this area. Down here. And this has to do with... Um, your will. But it's more specific than that. Okay. So um, you have gut instincts and then you have your heart speak. And between your gut instinct and your heart speak is this area right here, which has to do with willpower and how you influence your world through what you're determined to do. And this part right here is preventing your instinct and your heart from speaking. Okay, so you're saying that I can't, I'm not able to you, you just express that? Whenever you have an intuition, mm-hmm. you convince yourself that you don't. Hmm. Oh, you mean I don't trust my gut? Right. Interesting. Right. I feel like, I mean, I definitely... Yeah, I guess I don't know. I I don't I think that the part of me that likes to help people mm-hmm. is where it gets because I didn't know I liked to help people when I was younger, but mm-hmm. I did help a lot of people, but at the time I didn't think I was helping them. Mm-hmm. But they were ended up being toxic people in my life or mm-hmm. like friends that weren't friends and things like that. And I and it does hit me cuz like sometimes I'll be like, "Oh, I'm fine. Like I can read people better, you know." And then like mm-hmm. 
uh, something happens and I'm like, bitch, I thought we were through this. <laughs> like right. I, thought, I thought you already know what you're doing. <laughs> right. And then, you know, because it cuts off the heart and the, the instincts, you, you, you can't trust yourself to be able to deliver the knowledge that you have in a way that might come across as compassionate to someone and you judge yourself about how you deliver your messages, how you might come across, and then it, it instead of just saying what you feel and letting it flow, you're, you're controlling your message that okay. goes out. I think because I'm trying to not yell at people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, because everyone tells me my whole life, they're like, you talk really harsh to people. And the way that you, you know, there's ways to talk to people and say things without the way you're saying them. And so I've been trying to be like, nicer about it but in my mind it's like it's not what I'm trying to say I'm just trying to not make you cry <laughs> and again that's but it's like what's the what's the boundary there right, you know right. what I mean because uh-huh. I'm supposed to be so personable but it's like I also have a very dark side that can come out really quick so um you see how you're judging yourself okay and you're telling saying you're judging yourself as having a dark side okay mm-hmm. like Who it's told a bad you thing? it was dark right why are these people right Right. That they're saying, well, you need to be more compassionate. You need to be more friendly. Why? <laughs> Why is this? <laughs> because it, so it doesn't offend you. What's your problem that you get offended by what I say? Right. You know, am I supposed to stop being who I am to cater to who you think you are? When, no, we can see beyond that. That's not, that's not even what you need. You just think you need it. <laughs> I'm going to piss off so many people. (laughs) But what's going to happen is whenever you start really speaking your truth, you're going to realize that you don't, you're not going to want to carry that angry energy anymore. Mm -hmm. It's going to come through that filter at first, but that's only because you've repressed yourself so much. And when you stop repressing yourself, yeah, it'll come through that filter at first, but then eventually your truth is going to come out and it will be loving and compassionate to yourself and others. Right now there's just a division between inside of yourself which shows up as a division outside in the world. Okay. Does that I'm make gonna, sense? I'm going to work on it. I'm going <laughs> to work on the the way of being not angry when I deliver. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you don't have to. But still saying it. No, yeah, you don't have just, to. Yeah. But I realize now the like, conversations I'm having even with my friends like I don't know. I feel like a Dr. Phil half the time, mm-hmm. like, and it just naturally comes to me now. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I want to help people, you mm-hmm. know, but like, I realized that I've been able to like, um, communicate mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say better mm-hmm. so that, so that it makes people feel good about like what they ask me about or what they're having issues with. Right. So, yeah. So okay. here's, I'm going to introduce uh, another I idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> people might say that I help people. Mm-hmm. Just like people might say that I heal people, I don't do either one. I don't help people and I don't heal people. Facilitate. I'm just me. (laughs) (laughs) And we think we can help people, but what it really is is we can serve as an example in our own lives and they either take it or they don't. And they either adopt and, and then they, what is helping someone really? Helping them not to suffer or, or helping, uh, um, giving them information or something that reduces their suffering. And why are we running away from suffering all the time? And does it really help to run away from it? 
See what That's I'm the saying? The whole suppression thing. So, because yeah. I thought I didn't have emotions like my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like I literally told my friends, like, I don't know if something's wrong with me. I think like I just really don't have any love inside of my body, mm-hmm. and it was just me suppressing everything mm-hmm. because that's what you know I had to do that because like you told like you told me in that one session you said basically like your spiritual self is now able to come into your body because of, mm-hmm. this is the timing for it before you had to do these things because you had to be mm-hmm. strong and you had to do all these things to block it but now it's like it's time for it's time for it to happen right and that was like life-changing for me once you saw yes. the dragons and then I yes. got the dragon redone and it was just like yeah. It was just so coincidental yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the time. And I'm like, oh, all right, it must be. And I didn't even know you had dragon tattoos. Right. And that's the crazy like, thing. Because those were my, my spirit animals, I guess, that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. that they're always with me. Eventually. And I always, I just have dragons everywhere, though. Yeah. Like, it's like crazy. Yeah, I'm, um, one of my other existences is a dragon as well. So I recognize that energy. There's different kinds of dragons, too, by the way. I bet. There's the, <laughs> I've seen a lot of cartoons. <laughs> the, yeah, the kind that try to trick you into believing that, you know, you're, that it's a certain thing and it's not. But um, eventually where we're all going to get is where we can just be ourselves without pressure to have to obligate ourselves to others. And whenever we can get to that space, then we will realize no one needs help. Not us or them. Another seed planted. Sorry, my stomach is just growling. Like Me crazy. too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. She's moving shit around in there subconsciously. <laughs> okay, so I, 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 I'm going to definitely look at that in a different standpoint of deliverance, of communication, and not, not try to, because that's what I was doing. I think I was just trying to... Um, be a different person in that mm-hmm. aspect of like, okay, I don't want to be this complete bitch all the time that cusses people out when they piss me off. Like I, I can, you know, I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think, like I said, I just have to like let it go, but it doesn't have to be fire. It could just be this. And then yeah, if yeah. you don't take it, that's fine. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you something else too. When we have an agenda as someone that wants to help someone else, it will get in the way every time. So every time I have a session, the reason I let everything go is because I cannot have an agenda. I cannot have an agenda to help them. I cannot have an agenda to heal them. I can't have an agenda to do anything. All I can do is be here in the moment. And whatever happens in the moment, we communicate, we witness. Because when we have agendas, then we're taking responsibility for someone else's journey. And we have no clue what they've been through in this life, in other lives, We have no clue what their soul is asking for. We have no clue what they have agreed to experience. So just be kind, I think. Just be kind. Maybe. I'm saying, like, just be, like, that's how I look at people now. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they went through. I don't know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. If they're nice to me, I'm nice to them type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason to, like, not be kind when, like, that's how I feel. Or you can just do what you're compelled to do at the time. Because some people don't respond to kindness. Well, you know what I'm saying? That's when I get mad because I'm like, I didn't have to be nice. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Fine, I won't smile at you then. (laughs) There's some people that walk through this world and their whole job is to make people upset so that people can look at themselves. So there's not like a light and dark. It's just there's light and darkness. 
But whenever you really get outside of everything, and this may blow people's mind, there's actually no good and evil. But light and darkness, darkness, like pure darkness, is where creation is. We call it pure awareness, or some people call it dark matter. It's where the things all exist at the same time. And the light, whenever we bring light and attention to it, is what pulls it into this reality. Because I feel like I definitely, I don't know if it was just how I grew up, but I felt like I had a certain like something in me that was like not good mm -hmm. is that okay to say yeah yeah totally <laughs> i felt that way too and then i stopped judging myself okay all right gotcha because i'm like i mean i'm not over here doing this but like my thoughts sometimes are or like the things i say and how i want to treat people it's not good sometimes and that's mm -hmm. how i i don't i don't want to be because that's how i've always been yes so i feel like i'm pressuring myself to like balance that yes. right because some people need it and that, that <laughs> some actually, people need to get yelled at <laughs> right and whenever you talk whenever you think about mistreating other people that is actually an imbalance within you because you're mistreating yourself somehow okay and when we can start realizing that and then that that comes up when we've mistreated ourselves so much and suppressed our truth because our truth is pure love that's actually who we are. Mm -hmm. But we get convinced that we're something else. We get convinced that we're darkness because we, we compromise ourselves from the time we're little. We take on other people's belief systems. We nurture their need to feel pain. So we join them in their pain. And it's so outside of the nature of who we are that then we create this shadow self. And then we start blaming that shadow self and saying... Is this me? Oh, I did that because, you know. You know and that's why, this... is that, did you tell me about shadow work, that that's something you don't need to do? Or... I don't know. I don't okay. remember. I always say oh, things yeah, whenever they okay. come yeah, up. Because like... <laughs> I know there's a lot of, um, you know, things around, like, the things you're supposed to do with therapy, shadow work, inner child things, and there's a lot of things, like, that go around. People are like, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. But I think, honestly, anyone that wants to do any type of session, I think, would be beneficial for you to do one with Laura. Um, if they want, if anyone wants to book you, you do Zoom, you do everything, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to be mm -hmm. in Vegas. No, you don't have to be in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Um, and no so, time so. and space means we can <laughs> talk anywhere. <laughs> um, how can they find you? Just on the website or yeah, how do they have, connect uh, with you? I have quantumgal.com. <laughs> quantumgal. Is that the one you gave me? I don't, no, I gave you my <laughs> author website. That's why I was like, okay. My, my quantum gal website, I need to go revamp it. Um, I was, I was thinking of starting a community and, you know, trying to get people talking and giving people a place to, to have, you know, where they can speak about these things. But it's, um, I got involved in other projects and I'm, I just don't have the time to maintain or try right. to start it. There's a so, lot. So I'll do sessions right now. Okay. Uh, but I'm, I don't have time to start a community. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Did you enjoy yeah. your interview? It have was you, fun. Have you, you been have interviewed fun? before? Not about this. Oh, well, good. have I? No, I was interviewed. You remember. <laughs> yeah. I was interviewed about a time I went to a parallel or a different dimension once before. Oh, like the story of? Like literally being in a different world. Right. Yeah, so I've had that kind of interview before, but not talking right this stuff. I'm glad I'm glad we could talk about it because I never even thought I would be at this point starting the show and then 
talking about this two years later and like it actually impacting me. And I know you don't think that you help people, but you really you help people see is I think more what it is, Thank what you. they need to do. You asked me how I see you now. Yeah. I just saw you again. <laughs> um, you're. I just saw you. You're amazing. <laughs> just so you know, Thank you're you. amazing. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Uh, don't, uh-huh. don't make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw like your beingness come over and and impose itself over who you are, who you think you are now, and you have so much influence and so much beauty and so much to share and and uh, I don't know. I can't get the words to tell you what I saw, except I can just reflect the energy back to you of how amazing you are. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate it. I feel amazing. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. like the truth. When people are like, why, how, you know, you look like you're do- doing great. I'm like, I'm just living my best life. Like, mm-hmm. I'm literally, like, I want to travel now. I got the travel bug because I'm like, I, the world is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not want to, I, I, surpa- I keep surpassing my goals, right? Okay. I wanted to leave Jersey because it was miserable living there, like weather wise and everything. Mm-hmm. But now I live in Vegas. And it's amazing. Quality of life is amazing, right? But then I just got back from Mexico. I'm like, I want to retire here. (laughs) Like, fuck Vegas. Like, I got to get out of there, you know? But this is like some people's dream vacation. So it's like, I just try to stay grateful too. Mm -hmm. But it's it's very like overwhelming for me because I never got got to experience any of these things. No one in my family has ever experienced any of these things. So Mm -hmm. it's just brand, brand new. And Mm -hmm. so I just try not to like do too much but I do a lot (laughs) yeah 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 I just keep going (laughs) yeah but it's not it even though you think it's brand new it's not it's not (laughs) and you know it (laughs) I'm gonna I'll be back next year in another dimension guys I don't know (laughs) thank you so much for coming on the show I appreciate it thank you um anyone that's uh basically you know, trying to get into anything with their mental health or wellness. Um, I just recommend that you talk to somebody. It doesn't have to be like a therapist. It could just be your best friend, but talk to someone that knows how to, you know, guide you through that as well. But, um, I would definitely recommend if you're having any type of, if you have any type of deep rooted trauma or issues or blockages in your life and you can't get past them. Um, and you know, we're getting like, I'm in my thirties now. So it's like, that's when I realized like, shit, because 20s, you still feel like a kid. Right. Even though I wasn't, I was still doing adult things, I still felt like, oh, I got my whole life. And then I hit 30, and I'm like, I can't act the same way I <laughs> in my 20s. Like, what's going on? How do we change this? So if you're in that space, go find a therapy, whether it's quantum, Reiki, something, anything with energy, I recommend. Start learning about it, because um, it's real. And I'm living proof that you can literally do a, a 180 on yourself by just kind of opening, being open and being mm-hmm. receptive to that. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for being here. Until next time. Peace. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I ain't talking about paint to the picture. This is scribble for the soul. When I was a young kid, man, my dribble was cold. So that means I always been ballin' like Jones Whatever block I step on, I call it my home, I'm left alone I'm fighting inner demons, my mind spent like a spree well Shot him in his neck and his back, gave him that ease out Just found out what a pre-sale was, I'm levitating Closing line of retail, love, I'm hella faded, shit